This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And... Basically, we're starting off the show with drama in Sabah because four out of five Sabah Basatu MPs have announced that they're leaving the party. Uh, those MPs in question, Datu Armizan Ali from Papa, um, Kairul Ferdaus Akbar Khan from Batu Sapi, Jonathan Yassin from Ranau, and Datu Matbali Musa from Sipitang. Uh, they contested in GE15 under the GRS logo. Yeah, so the complication is this, right? Um one of it has to do with the fact that Bersatu nationally is in opposition at the federal level. But GRS and Barsa National uh, cooperate to form the government of Sabah. And then within uh, GRS, there are all these components of which Bersatu is one. And the men who've left, and they're all men, I believe, uh, have decided that their membership and the fact that they stood under the GRS ticket or on a GRS ticket, to be more precise, uh, means that they're actually not uh, running f- afoul of the anti-hopping law, that they they actually haven't misrepresented, as it were, their allegiances to the uh, to the voter. Okay, and then and then yeah, it gets no, even, and I, then, I'm just looking at you because yes, th- that's exactly the complication, <laughs> and I don't know how to how to find my way out of this thicket. Yeah, so the question I uh, we are going to be asking our guest when he comes on is why? What was the end game in this particular move? If it was in fact possible for GRS uh, at uh, the federal level to support the government of uh, Anwar Ibrahim, which is what their yeah. stated aim is, and how does it work in terms of... The other things that have come out uh, from members of GRS uh, uh, um, and Sabahan politicians about the fact of a certain disquiet with uh, Perikata National at this point in time, the the fact that PN is now associated with a much more extreme ethno-nationalist, religious, uh, extremist sentiment. Which doesn't always sit with Sabahan politics very well at all. In fact, they have said just that, that... in fact, that because this goes against the sentiment uh, of Borneo uh, peoples, that they can't, they cannot no, they can no longer stay with uh, Prakata National. So that seems to at least the out, at least on the face of it, the arguments being made for them leaving Bersatu uh, and supporting the Anwar Ibrahim uh, administration. Uh, but there are all these legal complications and perhaps ethical ones as well. Worth saying that uh, Tan Sri Muhyiddin Yassin, Pekatan National Chairperson, has said, well, the fate of the four MPs will be determined by the anti-party hopping law. Meanwhile, former law minister Datuk Sri Wan Junaidi said that the four MPs would need to quit. Um, you know, it seems pretty cut and dry as far as he's concerned. While others have said, um, as you have pointed out, the MPs have argued that there is nothing wrong because we contested under GRS and not Bersatu. So we'll wait to see legally what happens there. But today we're focusing on the politics. Uh, We'd like to hear from you. What are your thoughts on four Basatu MPs, four out of five, mind you, uh, announcing that they're leaving the party? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine, and tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Arif Adiputra Anwar, research officer at the Institute for Development Studies Sabah. Keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Because freedom matters, BFM. 
89.9. It is 5.12. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. Today we're talking about Sabah politics after four out of five Sabah Besatu MPs have announced that they are leaving the party, which has opened up questions about how the anti-party hopping law factors in, considering they ran under the GRS banner and not the Bersatu banner. But, you know, different different lawyers have weighed in. They've got different stands on it. But we want to just set the stage a little bit and understand what's going on with or, or contextualise it against the backdrop of Sabahan politics as a whole, which I think we've made clear from our setup in which we tried to be as clear as possible, that it's confusing. It's very confusing. It's uh, it's confusing because the lines are so complicated. If you compare uh, Sabah to, say, Sarawak, where we have GPS, also a coalition of parties, GPS and uh, versus uh, Pakatan Harapan, DAP in particular, DAP Sarawak and, and PKR on the other side. So it's very clear. Right in Sabah, you have so many different lines. You also have the Barisan National GRS. You also have Warisan. You also have Pakatan Harapan there. And so you know the and those lines shift all the time. I think component parties move. I'm confused. I'm I'm constantly confused, and I have to I have to draw it out for myself to be honest. <laughs> So we'd like to hear from you. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? And have you been able to follow along? Have you been able to follow along the twists and turns in uh, Sabah, politically speaking? Call us double seven double three two nine hundred. Send a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now to talk about this, we have Arif Adiputra Anwar, Research Officer at the Institute for Development Studies, Sabah. Arif, good to have you with us. Yes, good evening. Thank you for having me here. So, uh, why did the four Sabah Basatu MPs resign and pledge their support for Anwar Ibrahim's unity government? What is the end game of this move by GRS? Well, if we look at what the events about last week, we can also see other GRS parties, components such as Star, which is led by Jeffrey Kittingan, who also made his own exit from supporting the Perikatan National Coalition and pledging support to the unity government headed by Anwar Ibrahim. So this is there's already a trend here of GRS components jumping over to quickly side uh, with uh, Anwar Ibrahim. I think also there is this undertone of following the Borneo block, so to speak, because the end game from the beginning was that there was always this idea to form a strong Borneo block that can counter federal interference and be able to articulate Sabah and Sarawak's views uh, when it comes to more autonomy, uh, decentralization of powers, and ultimately the fulfillment of the idea of the Malaysian Agreement 1963. Perhaps that is the the ideal way to go about it. However, if we look at the results of the recent election, we can see that the windfall that uh, the that PAS has made in terms of gathering a tremendous amount of support from the Malayan Muslim quarter, which has quite made a huge shock and impact on uh, Sabah and Sarawak, especially its leaders and its voters who come from a more uh, non-Muslim persuasion. We have a lot of uh, Christians, we have a lot of other non-Muslim uh, uh, religions here that are present that are a great uh, proportion compared to how it works over in uh, West Malaysia. So there's also that demographic uh, consideration that these leaders will also have to take into account to make sure that they can represent the Sabahan and Sarawakian uh, demographic uh, Arif, does Jeffrey Kittingan, you're saying pulling star out of PN, uh, run foul of the anti-hopping law as, uh, say, Wanju Nadi has uh, suggested that the four uh, Basatu MPs will? 
I don't think so, because this is a party decision to move to support. It's not a individual from a party moving from one party to another, as stated in the anti-hopping bill. The anti-hopping bill was designed in a way that uh, members of a party who are elected are not able to jump over to another political party. This is just one party retracting support from uh, one coalition to another, much like how Barisan National has decided to go. It's as how UMNO uh, within Barisan National decided to go retract support uh, from Perikata National and decided to go with the Anwar-led government. And where do you place this move, um, or perhaps contextualise it against Sabahan politics as a whole, considering past instances of party hopping and shifting alliances? Well, ever since the Sabah, ever since Sabah joined the Federation, we've always had uh, many cases of uh, people jumping party, a lot of politicians uh, swaying here and there. And this usually is for political mileage, because the way the Federation is set up is if you are in the opposition, then the allocation that you receive for your state and for its development uh, can be severely restricted. We've seen how this has happened when DAP was in the opposition, when uh, Penang and Selangor has issues of trying to gain enough of the federal allocation. And this is usually to stifle any means of garnering more resources into, to translate into political support. So the system is designed in a way that you are forced to side with the, the ruling government. However, with the new uh, the new government in Anwar Ibrahim, who has promised a more reformist agenda, perhaps this can we can see that the the imbalance can slowly be corrected over time so that uh, political parties are able to be more uh, to pick and choose uh, accordingly to their party philosophy and party ideals. Uh, Arif, how does this impact the territory's uh, government, which is, a, as I understand, a BNGRS uh, government? Well, currently there was that situation with uh, Baluran when uh, Rana Kandi was not chosen to be the uh, uh, GRS representative in favour of Barisan National and he went and contested anyway under Brasato. So there's already a, uh, a relationship between uh, Barisan National and GRS was at the time tested. However, we've seen recently that uh, the head of Amno Sabah, Abu Mukhtar, was able to reconcile differences. And this also comes along with the lines of trying to support the party stance at the federal level of Amno and trying to maintain the level of uh, some form of level of unity and stability for Sabah. So right now, this, this I think the relationship right now is just one of maintaining some form of stability so that it won't uh, result in triggering another election on the state level or by elections for these parliamentary seats. However, the issue here is still uh, that weighs around everyone's head is does G does all these Basatu members leaving to do something about GRS constitute uh, as part of uh, can invoke the anti-hopping bill? So this is a very confusing uh, conundrum that uh, Sabah is facing right now. Uh, do these four MPs have to vacate their seats accordingly? So you know a lot of people have weighed in their opinions on it. However, it's still rather it can be very inconclusive until uh, Parliament convenes on the on the on later this month. So. With then the status of these four MPs being in limbo, what impact do you think this would have on the vote of confidence that's happening on the 19th? I believe there won't be that much difference because the GRS government has already pledged to support the uh, Anwar Ibrahim's uh, unity government. And I believe that is more in line to make sure that uh, the Borneo bloc is, being, is to maintain its relevance at the parliamentary level. However, 
the, there can also be a situation where, according to the anti-hopping bill, any disgruntled members from Bersatu or any other parties who are disgruntled with this move can uh, propose a motion to the Speaker of Parliament to look into this. On if you can write a motion that says so-and-so has uh, left this party to join this party, and it's up to the Speaker within 21 days to decide if this act is considered a breach of the anti-hopping bill. Arif, can we go back to the, the the expression you've been invoking over and over again, the Borneo block? I mean, how real is it? And in some sense, didn't it fail initially to kind of materialize to uh, to kind of provide um, a counterweight to the power of uh, Barisan National Amno in the the days after the the, the polls? Well, it all comes to whether or not GPS is able to articulate itself. And because it has done so when uh, the late Adinan Satem uh, was working together with Barisan National, at the same time maintaining that his support is conditional uh, for uh, Sarawakian autonomy. I think for Sabah's case is that it's willing to just go with the flow and let GPS be the leaders in this regard and taking a backseat. So whatever GPS will make a move on, the Sabahan government will also, the MPs from Sabah will also uh, take a stance on those kinds of, uh, th- that stance as well. They will follow to the beat of uh, GPS's own drum and see where does it go from there. Because this is the f- uh, first time that a Borneo block is being tested. So it's more like navigating to see where can Sabah fit itself inside this whole federal uh, narrative. Yeah, can I just follow up on that, Arif? Because we we see in GPS uh, um, almost dominant player within Sarawak, uh, politics, right? It's got 23 MPs out of the possible 29, I believe. If we don't see that replicated in Sabah, Sabah is so much more fractured. And so, when if if you were kind of GPS and looking to Sabah to form alliances, how would you even begin to negotiate the Warisan, the the Barisan led uh, Amno Sabah there, and then also Hajiji's uh, GRS. Uh, and then pH. I mean, how do you how do you make sense of all those divisions? Well, the issue here is that there is this sense of unity amongst the Sarawakian uh, component parties for GPS. They've always understood that to be able to counter federal influence, they would need to band together. However, we can see in Sabah's case that a lot of uh, political parties historically have been fragmented ever since uh, UMNO has made its own foothold within Sabah. It's the application of divide and conquer tactics is by separate segregating uh, communities uh, along ethnic lines and providing those those uh, ethnic communities or even also like Chinese or Malay uh, locals here the avenue. So it's a, a fragmented uh, jigsaw puzzle and every single political party wants to capture a niche within uh, Sabah and within that niche there's a fierce competition within one another also because of the number of seats uh, in Sabah as well. It's a very competitive uh, space as well when it comes to parliamentary seats, which is also is a calculated move to ensure that uh, political power is not consolidated, uh, especially at the federal level. Because if we look at Sabah and Sarawak, then the total numbers of seats combined are still not able to make a huge impact when it comes to federal lawmaking. Arif, thank you so much for speaking with us today. 
That was Arif Adiputra Anwar, Research Officer at the Institute for Development Studies, Sabah, uh, talking to us about the latest developments in the state, which saw four out of five Sabah Basatu MPs announcing that they're leaving the party, thereby triggering questions about whether this in fact triggers the anti-party hopping law, um, but also I think continues in some ways what is a very long saga in Sabahan politics of shifting alliances. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If, uh, I think Arif was uh, really excellent in kind of laying out these problems. But yeah. how do you build that boundary block? There's, he's saying that uh, Sarawak is going to take, or Sarawak's GPS is going to take a lead. But because, um, and I, I, knew, I remember that, in fact, Sarawak GPS said they would be happy to have some Sarawak DAP deputy ministers come on board. And so that was very interesting because then, you know, sort of you, you're seeing the emergence of slightly non-competitive, in a kind of long-term strategy by GPS to think about Borneo as a voice in the Federation. So we'd like to hear from you. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Have you been able to follow along on all the twists and turns? Again, uh, the headline is that four out of five Sabah Basatu MPs have announced that they are in fact leaving Basatu. Uh, let us know what you think. That number to call is double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.